I think people are used to healing taking a long time and being destructive <laughs> as well as constructive. But really, true healing is immediate and the injury is what took a long time. Hello, this is Dr. Diva Nagula. Welcome to From Doctor to Patient, where our goal is to bring you topics of discussion that will educate you on the various healing modalities to help balance the mind, body, and spirit. Hello everyone, this is Dr. Nagula with another episode from Doctor to Patient. Today, I have the pleasure of having Mary Phelan joining us. Mary has been a professional spiritual and life coach, intuitive reader, and teacher for over 14 years, and an EFT practitioner and trainer for over seven years. She's conducted thousands of successful tapping sessions, group sessions, and classes. Because of her unique expertise ranging multiple disciplines, she's able to look into the emotional situations in her patients' lives and trace them back to the source impact, and once there, assist to remove the energetic disruption affecting great change in her patients' lives. Mary, thank you for coming on today with us. Pleasure to have you. Well, thank you for having me. It's an honor. And just a little update on those years that you just mentioned. It's been more like 20 and 13. I haven't updated the Tapping Solution website in a long time. I apologize. Thank, thank you for letting no, us know no, th Thank you for reminding me that I need to go out there <laughs> and do that. <laughs> well, it just even, it just even, solidifies how much of an expert you are in this that's all well, thank you thank you <laughs> giving my age away yeah <laughs> i i would say eft you know i i have done a lot of things i did a tv show for 17 years and a radio show as well and lots of other things so i have a, a really large body of experience on holistic health things and i would say of all the things i've run across EFT, emotional freedom techniques, is the most profound that I've seen. And can you explain why that is and what exactly EFT is? Because I think most of the listeners out there just are clueless and maybe they aren't clueless and have some knowledge, but uh, are looking to get some more knowledge about this. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Well, EFT is emotional freedom techniques. And the reason it's plural is it, this started out a long time ago when Goodhart and Fee were going through applied kinesiology and discovering that if you touch certain parts of the body and say certain things or think of certain things, you'd get stronger or weaker. So it really stems from all that early work. And it's been around since like the 80s or 90s. And I've always wondered why it didn't take off more. And it's because it heals so profoundly that I believe that when true healing happens, you never remember being sick. It's uh -huh. like if that otherwise people would never have a second child because it's so painful. We're designed to forget our pain. And this, this is something that really takes the foundation of whatever's going on with us, like the leaning tower of Pisa, instead of deconstructing it like traditional therapy does and takes the bricks and then writes it. This takes the foundation, straightens it, and the whole building straightens. So it's so powerful and it's so simple at the same time. The whole process can be done in like 60 seconds. I think people are used to healing taking a long time 
and being destructive <laughs> as well as constructive. Like you have to take a medicine with side effects and then maybe you'll get your healing. It's buried in there somewhere. But really, true healing is immediate. And the injury is what took a long time hmm. because everything has a causal path. And I believe, and I have a large body of evidence that says this, that everything eventually can be traced back to an emotion. And an emotion is separate from a thought. It is a feeling that often doesn't have words. So EFT, through a system of tapping on Meridian endpoints, it gives a way for that energy called the emotion to leave the body. It gives it a voice by what we say when we tap and it leaves. And so like typically, and you being a doctor, you understand this, if people are yellow, you go to the doctor, your skin's yellow, the doctor says, let's get some liver enzyme tests and see what's going on. Ah, it's this problem with the liver, here's your medicine. Well, EFT operates under the idea that, well, why is the liver having that problem? Well, maybe it has to do with your kidneys or something. Well, why are your kidneys having that problem? Oh, it's because you have a lot of anger at your father. And so you work from there. And my observation is, unless you go to the root of it, which is an emotion, then you're not going to really cure it. You're just going to make it hide somewhere else or go somewhere else or, or demonstrate in a different way. And if you get the emotion cleared, then your healing will come. Maybe it be, will come immediately as you do the tapping, or maybe then you'll find your remedy. You'll find the herb that you need or the doctor that you need. But until you really get that loosened up, it doesn't, it, it just changes form. Now, Obviously, it might take a few sessions to really get to the root emotion, but that's your expertise because you're the detective and you can kind of dive in and your ability to really have a, a trusting way about you allows the person whom you're speaking with kind of just give in to the process, making your work a little bit easier. Yes, you brought up a really good point. Unless you can really develop rapport and I personally think it comes from having experiences like this yourself. Everything that I teach as far as relieving depression and everything is most all of it's because I've been there. I felt it. I've lived through it. And I know you are so good at what you do because you've experienced it too. Absolutely. You know? And if you can't see the bigger picture, it's hard to look at the bigger picture for other people. Mm -hmm. And so, it really does take an interest in psychology. It takes an interest in, I had a, a career in computers, information management, not just computers, but the whole information flow. So I think all those combined and doing what you love to do kind of gives a different entry point. It makes you more qualified and more of an expertise, expert, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Going back to the tapping. So if the objective is to tap on certain meridian points, do they vary from emotion to emotion or is it the same tap points that you're tapping on? You know, it's so interesting because I almost brought my notes in that give in level two when they teach the training in this. We talk about 
there are certain meridians that store certain emotion. Mm -hmm. And when EFT was being developed, it started out as thought field therapy, TFT. Oh gosh, I will remember. Roger Callahan developed it. And he first started out with this black box, they called it. And what people would do would be talking into the black box. It would register some quality in their voice. And then it would sort of spit out this printout of an algorithm. So the tapping points, just so everyone knows, are the side of your hand, which is like the karate chop point. If you bang your fist together or hit the table, that's where you need to be tapping. The uh-huh. top of your head, the inner part of your eyebrow where it begins by the bridge of your nose, the outer corner of your eye, under your eye, under your nose, under your bottom lip, and then the collarbone here. There are other points, but those are the ones I usually use. And then back to the side of your hand. And that is as complex as the actual procedure is. Huh. And then you say things while you're tapping, which I'll get into my theory behind that in a minute. But Roger Callahan realized that if he could give someone an algorithm, like tap three times under your nose, once on the top of your head, once on your collarbone, and do that for however many times he would prescribe, people were having miraculous healing. I mean, big time healing. I've seen, well, I'll tell you some of those stories in a minute too, so I don't get distracted from this. But what happened is Gary Craig, the founder of EFT, had taken the training. And the training back then in the 80s was over $10,000, which is a huge amount of money. Right. So Gary said, why not just tap on all the points? Why go into algorithms? Uh Because if you tap, you're going to eventually get it. So he kind of blew it wide open with that and made it readily available for a lot of people. So that's why there's the sequence. It's just cover all the tapping points. I think the algorithms back when Roger Callahan had come up with the algorithms is it probably it had to do with the emotion that's carried on different meridians. And Uh so if a person's depressed, he probably put that in there. No one ever really knew what was in the black box. It could have been nothing. We don't know. But I think that there is that entry point. And level two, I talk about if you want to treat depression, just go to the specific tapping points. But I personally have found that as you do this and as you get to know human nature, as you get to know, develop your intuitive skills, it's so much more direct to go right into source core issues and to take, maybe this is what I specialize in, is to take core issues, like people may deal with their anger at their father, with their therapist. They may deal with this over here or their whatever, but there's something magical when you bring all those together because there's some kind of a connection between all of them that always get gets overlooked in all kinds of therapy. Even some sessions of EFT might just be working on one problem than the other. So the root of the problem, you mean? Yeah. And so if the root of the problem is frustration over here and there's shame over here, they're not islands. They're going to affect each other that sometimes won't allow the anger to fully leave or the shame to fully leave unless you look at how they're interacting with each other. And I know that's probably getting into a more complex layer, but I really want people to know that this works for so many different things. 
It works for performance issues like sports performance. It works for physical conditions. And ultimately, everything does get back to the emotional body. These are like islands of feelings that can't get out, like a program on your computer without an icon to open it up and to do anything with it. And just to let you know how profound this is, I had a client one time that had severe arthritis and I worked at the top of a set of stairs and she could barely step up the stairs. I said, I'll come down and we'll do the session in your car if we have to. She said, no, I'm going to get up there. And thinking back, I probably should have stopped her just for other reasons, but I just walked behind her. It took us like five minutes. We got up there and we just started like she was in pain. She just wanted to get rid of her pain. Hmm. And so there are metaphysical correspondences to where in your body you're having pain. So we just started with one area and I said, well, well, what is it? Where's the problem moving forward as a woman? And she started crying and, and, turns out her story was she was gay and her husband knew it and they were waiting for her daughter to graduate and they were going to tell her. Her parents were very good friends and, and supported each other. But her daughter was in high school, senior year. And so all of a sudden she started developing this terrible, she couldn't bend her knees or her arms were really hard to bend. We did one tapping session and she was able to walk down the stairs. After the fourth one, she was walking up unaided. She had medical proof that she had arthritis, and then she had proof that she was able to move. And I have many cases like that, that if you look at the emotional cause, everything kind of clusters around that. And in this case, what was the emotional root problem here? Well, it's because she, her daughter was getting ready to, to graduate high school. And she was going to have to tell her daughter that she was gay. There's all the anxiety. Yeah. And, and, and it was just, she, you know, because of their shame mixed in with that, there yeah. are so many layers. So we looked at the layers in those sessions and, and helped her come to terms with who she is and knowing that her daughter's going to accept her for who she is. So it healed right away. And she was able to then get forward and get some more physical therapy and everything. Does every severe medical issue happen that quickly? No, not all of them. Sometimes we're not quite ready for that. But just to let you know that I've even had this woman from China. She, she came here with her husband. She's from Hong Kong. And she really missed home, this older lady. She didn't speak much English. You can imagine living in Hong Kong. Everything's right there to living in suburban Fairfax. I mean, she was just, you know, and... She was so ill. Her husband had gone around everywhere trying to get healing for her. And he ended up seeing our TV show. And he, he said, can I bring her over? I said, absolutely. And carried her in the house. And I immediately just saw these visions of everything she missed and her homesickness. And we did one round of tapping. And she was so depressed that she could hardly like lift her hand to do the tapping oh my. and afterwards it's like she felt i understood how she felt and she just got up and walked out she didn't even use her walker and, and is it common for your clients to have such a miraculous uh transition and from a session do they typically have 
scenarios where it doesn't come back or do they need more sessions for it to emotions to go away completely? Hey, Dr. Diva here. Thank you to all my listeners who supported my book and helped to make it a huge success. You all helped us hit number one in Barnes & Noble, number one in the categories of oncology, cancer, healing, and medical ebooks, and number 21 in all of the Kindle store. We also were able to achieve number three on the Wall Street Journal bestseller list. If you haven't gotten your copy, you can find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or booksamillion.com. Visit from drtopatient.com to become part of our growing community of health and wellness aficionados and to learn more. You know how when we talk about specialties, usually we do training and we decide we want to go into a specialty. I feel when you're in any kind of spiritual work at all, that the specialty finds you. It's like the type of people that come. Whereas I've done a lot of work with physical conditions, I would say my what people come to me is like when they're really ready to understand why these patterns keep happening in their life, why they keep having a job for two years and then it goes away, why their relationships don't succeed. And so those, the physical is the same thing, but it's more of an outward manifestation. And I feel when people are demonstrating it in the body, it's because they haven't allowed themselves to feel at all. And so I usually get people that have felt. Now, whatever it is that we work on, I really believe and know that it goes away and it never comes back. But there are facets to things. We're very complex beings and we're made up of every experience we've ever had. So it's not just one little thing here and there. It's a lot built up, yeah. And that's, that's what I think my years of information technology have helped me to hold like these bigger pictures because like I was saying, you could have this issue over here and this issue over here, but together there's an influence that cannot be seen unless you look at the bigger picture right? because the influence is there. So the way I describe it is if you turn the lawnmower off outside, then you could hear the TV. In EFT, there are multi aspects and they call them aspects. So for instance, if you're afraid to fly, it might be because you're afraid of heights. It might be because you're afraid of tight spaces. It might be that you're afraid of being out of control. And all those could have some kind of a degree of influence. And I would say I've worked a lot with people with phobias, like crossing bridges, with incredible success with phobias. I think this is very good. But when we start getting into larger life patterns, I think multiple sessions are in order and it's usually because people feel such relief with what we work on. Then they go, Hmm, this feels like I can get relief. And right. it's not just an intellectual agreement with the emotion that, Hey, you stay on your side. I'll stay on my side. Like it is with most traditional talk therapy. This is where they actually become friends and they start operating together. It's like if you close one eye, you see two-dimensionally, and you open two eyes, you see three-dimensionally. We need to live in that higher-dimensional life where we have the input from all of us, not just one side and then fighting for supremacy over the other. Right. And I guess with your expertise, 
Do you find that it's useful to work with other practitioners or is that even needed? Because a lot of people who don't know EFT and don't know this type of therapy are typically going to various practitioners to try to heal themselves. You know, like if they have depression, you know, they'll go to a psychologist for psychotherapy and they might go to their primary care physician or psychiatrist to be prescribed mood stabilizers or antidepressants. You know, so it's like they're shopping around. So when they come to see you, do they do they continue need to continue to these other practitioners or other modalities, or is it sufficient to basically do EFT and be done with it all? Well, that is an excellent question. And in a perfect universe for me, I would have people give this a chance mm-hmm. and then go, then find where spirit leads them next because I would say I don't find that as much anymore, but I remember this period of time when Theta Healing had first come in, but that one was the one that stuck out, but it's any kind of healing, not Reiki or something like that. No, it doesn't matter at all. But if you're getting in there, I found that I had a couple of clients that I was working with that had pretty severe trauma and we were going deep and working on things and having this great success. And then they would go see their theta healer or their whatever, and then come back the next week and said, no, the theta healer says that it doesn't matter what this, this happened or whatever. And so it, I felt like they were throwing spaghetti against the wall to their detriment there because the one is going to take you on a trajectory different than the other. And if they're at odds, you're kind of not really succeeding at any one. I would say that maybe now people kind of don't do things all at the same time, or at least they haven't come to me in that way. But ideally, it would be let's work on your your path of what this is about. Let's get this nutshell. And even other EFT practitioners don't work the way I do. They typically EFT, you would just say, okay, you have a sore arm, you just work on the sore arm, tapping, I have a sore arm, sore arm, sore arm, until it starts feeling better. Whereas I kind of just go down into core issues, like almost like several sessions at once. Yeah. And neither are bad or good, but it just depends on where you're at and what you need. So it's not bad to shop around and do things, but I would say just give it a couple of sessions, get get your patterns down and then you'll know where to go from there. And it seems like from what you're describing, no no two EFT practitioners are alike, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone has their own spice and flavor and To me, I I feel like you have a lot of years of experience, obviously, and because of your your profession as a spiritual life coach and an intuitive reader, that also helps you get to the root of the problems a lot quicker than other people that might be practicing EFT. Yes, there are definitely varying degrees and specialties. Like some people, as far as being a practitioner, might focus more on the performance or the like different areas in that way, but then there's also different approaches. I have personally found a lot of people take more of a more generic approach. The traditional EFT session would be like, let's say, even though my father hit me when I was 12, I love and accept myself. And then you do father hit me, father hit me, father hit me. And you just keep doing that until their subjective units of distress number comes down, which is used in hospitals, the 10 to one. Right. And, and how, how intense is your pain until it gets down. Uh, when I first learned EFT, I really didn't think it was that powerful of a tool because I didn't really feel anything with it. 
as far as the teaching, because I learned that way, just this almost after a while, you're repeating those same words over and over so much that your mind wanders and you're not really connected. And it wasn't until I started experimenting around with what I was getting intuitively that I could see real emotional shifting in people. I see. So it's like, I, I guess you were able to boil down all of these issues that people were coming to you to emotional issues. And therefore you were able to get to the root of the problem and then tap it out. Yes. I see. If someone's having performance issues in sports, it comes down to an emotional issue that is the underlying cause. Yes. Like for instance, let's say you're in the Super Bowl, the last play score is tied. You're in the end zone and you fumble the ball. Mm -hmm. Well, it's well known in sports in the sports world that you're never the same star after that. You're never ever, we are shaped sure. by these things. Sure. And so with EFT, you can go on that trauma and release it. And even if you can't, there's a way with tapping that you can say, well, even though that happened, I'm going to move it over here because really that's what we're doing. Things happen. The traumas happen, but instead of being right up in your face, they're over across the room and you can make a decision about them. So it's so good for so many different things. Right. And if a person um, is interested in finding an EFT practitioner, where would they go to find one? And then also, if somebody wants to become an EFT practitioner, what are the processes involved with that? Oh, excellent. Excellent questions. Well, there are a lot of databases for EFT. I think I'm on the tapping solution, which is where I think you may have gotten what you were reading, which now the tapping solution, Nick Ortner, this is where kind of the chain of, of command or whatever. Gary Craig was very free with this. He, he would say you can purchase the class online, the discs, and you're allowed to give that to a hundred people and stuff like that. But Nick Ortner then picked it up and kind of called it the tapping solution instead of EFT. And he's gotten very famous and wealthy off of it. So there are a lot of camps, in other words. So they'll all have their resources. I think it's all going to be fine. It's, it's really, do you resonate with the person? But the only one I know of that I've been on is the tapping solution. But I'm sure EFT, Gary Craig's EFT, has one as well. As a matter of fact, I used to be on that one too, but then they changed everything and he's gotten more holding on kind of not holding on, but you know, pulled it closer to him. So you can get training through Gary Craig. It's pretty involved. It's rather pricey, you know, but it's worth it, honestly. Yeah. And then I do trainings. I was certified to do trainings okay. um, before all this other stuff went on. So now I've, it's more of an affiliation with me and what I was connected to before. And then I think the tapping solution, you just, there are a lot of videos out there. So there's so many resources. And then what is a time commitment? So if someone was to go through a training program with you or anybody else, what's the time commitment? And I'm not sure about other places, but my level one is a, is an all day. And then level two is a two day. And then level three is a two day. And I compress all the information and then we are on a Facebook uh, group and the do practicing and stuff like that. Then the practical oh. stuff comes out. Oh, so it's that. really not like months and weeks to really learn this. It's just no, you know, no. a matter of, you know, it, it's a, really. Yeah. It's a, it's a very simple thing. 
is there any prerequisites? I mean, do they have to have some sort of background in psychology or can they be or in, in the healing world or is, can anybody like sign up and do this? Anybody can sign up. Wow. Anybody can sign up and do it. Now, when you get to after level two, I really make people do a lot of practice. And then in level three, we talk about when you go and do this as a, a session with people uh-huh. do sessions. Now, the thing is, most of the people out there that are EFT practitioners are going to be at extremely varying states of expertise and experience. Sure. So whatever you do, just vibe with the person because it. you said it earlier, you have to be able to trust. And I've seen practitioners giving a group demonstration where they're sitting in a chair at the front of the room reading a script off for people to <laughs> tap to all the way to if I give a demonstration, I'll, I'll actually go right into people's stuff right there if they want. So some people, they don't want to go right in, dive head first. They just want to start out easy. So that's why they're all so perfect. And it's good to have the wide range. Right. And I guess the intuitive process, it's either you have it or you don't. I mean, to me, it's like, if anybody can do this, then they either have the process and intuitive skills to dig deeper and get to the root of the problem, or they don't. I think that's what makes you more of an expert because you're able to get to the root of the problem so quickly and so easily. And it doesn't require five to 10 sessions for an issue where you can, you know, for other people that can, that would most likely be able to treat this person in versus where you would be able to knock it out in one or two. Yeah, I I do think that there is a vast difference of where you go. You know, part of that does come from experience, but a lot of it is an intuitive thing. And it's also an ability to surrender who you are and not be some authority figure or being right. The first number of sessions I did, I don't know how many, but it was probably the first six months, I would tap and tell the person, if you don't vibe with this, if what I'm saying doesn't feel right, or you want to change a word from angry to really enraged or whatever that word is that's going to have a connection, just interrupt me. And so I think that gave me like that feedback. I still will encourage people to do that. Probably less so now because I do know sometimes people try to avoid facing something and, mm-hmm. and, and so it's better just like, well, hear me out and then let's talk about it after if that feels right. Interesting. And what, what really resonates with me with this is that my whole like podcast series and the things that I talk, talk about in my book, it's all about getting to the root cause of an issue. And what I like about it is, is your approach. Your approach is all about getting to the root cause of the emotional issue or whatever issue that the person is bringing up that they want to get rid of with you. And that's, I, I fundamentally believe that. And that just resonates with me so well, because I think a lot of practitioners, whether it's Eastern or Western medicine in general, they don't get to the root cause. And if you don't get to the root cause, you're, you're just basically applying, applying band-aids and masking the, in the issue. And you're not ever going to have any results. So this is why I'm, I'm really wanted to get up, come on the podcast and, and talk about this because it just echoes and resonates with the theme that I've been trying to broadcast with your results. It, it just shows, goes to show you that in order to get the results, you truly do have to get to the root cause. Yeah, that's so true. You know, as you were saying that I was thinking of, I just did a, a short reading for someone had come in. He mentioned that he had this terrible fear to travel and he was having to go somewhere next week or whatever. And so I just saw a vision of him 
on a bike as a kid hitting like a bump and flying off, you know, flying off the, um, the handlebar or over the handlebars. And I just told him, I almost didn't say anything. And he goes, I did have an accident. Huh. Wow. And so I said, and he said his sister was riding on the handlebars and they flew over and he cut his chin and did all this stuff and broke the bike. The a car had hit his bike even. And that was their only mode of transportation. I think he was from Vietnam. And so I said, are you open to doing some tapping? And he said, yeah. And so we did tapping. He was, I see him, he comes to my tapping salons now. He was able to get on the plane the next time. And he had really been everywhere. And that was part of his quest to go out and really look for that. So if, if you hadn't gone to that core fear that was installed in his body at that moment, you could have given him aspirin or treated symptoms and he could have flown, but why not just take care of it? You know, and, and I, I genuinely, genuinely from my heart want to see people whole and happy. And so the fastest way to get there, the better. Now, if you had gone to a, a slower, more traditional type EFT, there would be the talking about the issue and then distilling out the statement and doing that probably been four or five sessions to walk through mm. that. Whereas I, I even tell people when I do sessions, let's not talk about it. If I see it, let's tap yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to go even faster. It just gets exciting to be able to move stuff, you know, quickly. And then you're able to feel the results and then the people are obviously going to feel better and then want to be able to work with you on other issues. Mm -hmm. If people want to find you, where are they able to locate you and how, can they, how can they reach you? Well, they can either email and that's telepathictv at yahoo.com or they can contact me. That's probably the best way. Best way? And that way we, we have, and then I can give them phone numbers after that just because it's probably more sure, private, likely yeah. to, yeah. And are you able to do sessions just for, for people who are listening through a telephone or through video chat? What is it? I mean, or do they have to do it in person? Uh, no, no. As a matter of fact, I've done them phone, video chat, or in person, any of those. And I am, I do a lot of tapping salons in the Northern Virginia area. And the what is the tapping there. salon? I'm sorry, just uh, to define The that tapping one. salons are just something I made up so that, or that I created, not made up. I created them so that people that don't necessarily have the resources to come for private sessions can come for a reasonable fee. And it's, everybody sits and I do, I, uh. and it might be themed like grief or family issues or relationships or anxiety or confidence, something like that. And it's not like we always stick to that topic, but whatever comes up for someone, we tap. What I have found in that, that dynamic, it's so powerful. That's why people have profound healings in my trainings for EFT too, because I don't show videos of Gary Craig doing sessions. I do sessions with people. So they really feel it and they uh -huh. see it. So it's like a weekend of profound healing, really. But what happens is you start hearing other people's stuff and how some event or circumstance affected them. And then it's like everybody has spontaneous healings. It's a power, um, power, it's a power it, of group it, therapy. Yeah, yeah. And so many people and... I could tell you literally tens of thousands of stories of how I've seen this shift people's lives. So to me, 
um, there's not anything short of magic that is involved in this. I had a, I've had, I do have a lot of psychotherapists and psychologists that have taken the training and come for sessions. Maybe a couple months ago, I was doing a level one, and there was a lady and a psychotherapist, and she came in or psychologist. I think she did both, and she had a skepticism about her. And so I was doing some tapping with someone. And so she goes, really, all you're doing is getting them to say it. And I said, no, that's not all I'm doing because people vent all the time. And if just saying what's upsetting you did the magic, people would vent one time and everything would be be resolved. And if people just tapped, just tapped, you'd get a little relief, but it won't go away. There's something about tapping and giving a voice, and it's really essential sometimes that it's the exact right wording that the person feels, and it goes away. It's That's magic. Mary, thank you so much for um, coming you. on the show. It's, it's We're running out of time here, but I really appreciate you coming on the show and talking about and explaining this, because I think this was a valuable modality that people need to learn about, and if they do know about this, they need to utilize this, because we all have some trauma and emotions that have been plaguing us for a very long time and we just don't know what the root cause is and having someone like you really unpack everything and getting to the root cause and letting go of that emotion and having that release is just a wonderful feeling and thank you for being a practitioner and doing what you do well thank you and thanks so much for having me on you're very welcome